Household chores. Uh, did you cringe just a little bit just then? Are you constantly feeling behind in your to-do list around the house, secretly wishing your husband would help more, and, you know, maybe even are dropping a few hints for him to do so, but to no avail? Are you desperately wanting a cleaner house that you can be proud of and host people in, but you're totally struggling with how to find the time and energy to do that all? I get it, Mama, because I've totally been there. But no worries, today I'm going to share with you three simple and actually super practical tips for how you and your husband can team together and get more done in less time with less arguing. Seriously, it's a total win-win-win all around. Now, let's just get to it. Hey mama, welcome to Mom Nation. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or Googling, how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and alone and you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from my family. I too felt drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give my husband, to discipline my kids well, and incorporate Jesus into our home, but I kept telling myself that I just couldn't do it without a community around me until I found balance and confidence in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find time and energy management help, tips for disciplining, and what to do when you have no village, so that you will find balance between all of your roles and trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, mama, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to be mom-inspired. You're no longer alone. There could be almost nothing more that I hate more in life than household chores. Okay, I don't necessarily hate the chores. It's more of the concept of them and how the heck do I have time or energy to do all the things, right? I'll never forget when my son Mason recently started preschool. I was amazed at the amount of time all of a sudden that I had to do the things around the house that I normally didn't when I'm running after a two and a half year old. And now as the recording of this episode, I find myself entering my third trimester of pregnancy and where my energy is not always there. I do have more time, but it's not always a very simple and obvious, you know, um, uh, opportunity to know, okay, well, who does what and when do I do it? And that's why I'm here today. I'm here to share with you three simple steps that I kind of trampled through learning the hard way on my own that I am going to save you time and energy to figure out how can you best split your household duties with your spouse and get your house in an order that you want. So here we go. I hope you have a pen and paper or maybe you're like me, you bust out the note section on your phone because these are going to be very practical and step-by-step processes that you can do and apply right away. So I want to make sure you do not forget them. So go ahead, open that up because I'm going to dive right into step one. So step one towards how to best split your household duties with your spouse is to create a master list. It's really hard to know where to begin or how to start off on what chores to do when, when you don't have a master list to go through. It's almost like when we back in high school would get a syllabi for the entire semester and your teachers would show you, hey, like these are all the homework assignments that you've got. 
Once you have them all laid out, that's when you could start to either set your own due dates or your teachers would say, hey, this is when it's due. And then it helped it all come together so that you could very strategically start to figure out when to do them all. Now, if you're like me, doesn't mean that you didn't still procrastinate anyways, which I totally did. But it's the same kind of concept here with your chore list around the house. I want you guys to ask yourself a question right now. Have you and your spouse actually both ever discussed all the chores, all the responsibilities that you both think need to get done around the house? Maybe you've passed, uh, you know, had a conversation in passing here and there while you're scrubbing your sweet baby in the bath at night. But what I want to implore you guys to do is to have you both sit down. And I want to emphasize this is a separate project to have you both separately write down everything you can think of that you both would like to get done on a weekly and a monthly basis. This is one of those brain dumps that you don't judge, you don't edit, you both write it down. This can be done while you're sitting at a table together, but it's important that you both individually do this. Then ultimately, you want to share your list and compare your list so that you and your spouse can create a master list and looking for the overlaps, you want to go ahead and write absolutely everything that you brain dumped on a list so that you have it all right in front of you and then you guys can move on to the next step. Now, step two, after you both have created a master list coming from your two separate lists, putting it all together, it's time to what I like to call divide to conquer. You want to then look at your master list and see, okay, how can we start to separate this into a list of things that you do, I do, and we both do together? My advice would be to spend no more than 15, 20 minutes together and start delegating who does what. Start asking yourselves, whose strength does it best suit to do a specific chore? Or maybe whose schedule best suits a specific chore? For example, if your husband in the morning, he goes off to work um, earlier than you, or if you're more hands-on with the kids in the morning, maybe it makes more sense that he takes out the trash to the end of the driveway every morning so that you don't miss the trash trucks and you've got that taken care of. Whereas say something as collecting the laundry and doing the laundry daily, maybe that's something if you work from home that makes a little more practical sense. You have to definitely get together and really just be real and honest and say, it's not about what chores we want to do or like to do. What can each, what can get done with the time and the schedule that our family is currently at? Because of course, this can always switch. This can always be something that's changed when your life changes, when your schedule changes and flow. You can ask yourselves also something as simple as, are there chores that you can switch every other week? So that one person is not always having to do the same chore. See if it's something you can switch every other week. And then of course, a very important uh, secondary question is, are there chores that don't have to be done every week? I realized very early on in my life as a college student when I first moved in with roommates that everybody has a different opinion when it comes to cleaning and what is clean. That's why it's very important to discuss these things because our norms are all different. We all grew up in different households, and by the time you get married, you're really you really start to become aware at what is your norms versus your spouse's norms. So here it's not important to say who's right or who's wrong, but more of getting on the same page of what needs to be done and then deciding who does what. Congratulations, ladies. You've made it to step three. 
Here we go. So step one, create a master list. Step two, divide to conquer, figure out exactly what on that list, who's going to do it. But then step three, you need to create a plan of attack, right? So now that you've got these two separate lists, it's more about, okay, when do we actually do this so that it gets done? It gets done in a timely fashion to where we both can agree and that we both feel good about this moving forward. So Ladies, if you're the planner in the family, I would encourage you to help your husband out here. It doesn't mean that we have to play the role of, mo of mom and tell him what to do when. However, it's great that if whoever one of you is better at planning, is better at structuring out lists, that that person creates a schedule that you both can work off of. And something that is very important is that you discuss it together and you ask each other questions, something open-minded, and you can write this down, something like, hey baby, how can I help you achieve this? Or sweetie, I see that you want to do this chore. Is there a way that I can make it easier for you? For instance, in our household, uh, my husband and I split different duties and one of them is uh, dishes for breakfast and lunch. And there's often times where um, it's easier for each other to help each other out, even if it's just prepping the dishes or prepping the trash to go out or discussing um, how can I best prep the living room so that it's easy to easier to sweep and vacuum. Do I need to lift something up for you? Do I need to put something else aside or away? So it's always about collaborating and figuring out how can we help each other? And the best way to do that is to ask each other open-ended questions. Something, a side tip here is to make sure that you make your plan visual. I said in the last step that when I went off to college, it was one of the first circumstances where I really realized in situations where, wow, people have different methods and different mindsets when it comes to cleaning. One thing that my roommates and I, um, over the years, every everywhere from living in college to when I also shared a two-bedroom apartment in Los Angeles with five women, something we did to help each other out was we created a chart, something that we could all look at. We all knew when each chore um, was to be done by and who it was to be done by that week. So I would encourage you to do the same in your house so that everyone's on the same page. Make it visual. I don't know if you're like me, but I get really nerdy over being able to cross things off on a list and highlight things. So again, if that's your specialty, go for it, mama. Make this something fun. Make it something that you get to do, not something that you've got to do. We know that there's some things in a motherhood and wife's lives that are not as fun, but make this visual. Make it fun. Make it something that you can feel good about at the end of the week. I would also recommend that when you make this list, make sure that you do so and work it for at least a month before making changes. Some things are going to be a little tricky, especially if you've never had an actual set schedule for you and your husband to split these duties before. So there's going to be some kinks that you can only work out just by doing. And if you have some big problems or issues you're starting to experience, take note of them, encourage your husband to as well. And after a month, that's when you can Come back to the drawing board and see if something else works better for your team. Bonus step. If you ladies have been either binging my episodes or listening to me for quite a long time, you know I like to throw in a little bonus here. So today's bonus step is after you've created a master list, then you've divided it so that you can both conquer it together and you've created a plan of attack. I want to encourage you and implore you that 
look at this list again and go through it with a fine tooth comb. And if you have children that are over the age of two or three, I want you to assess what items on that list, small little chores, can they help you with? What can you involve them in? What can you encourage your children to start creating an attitude of gratitude and a responsibility around the house that they can participate in? It is amazing when you ask your children to help how willing they are to do so. So this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to give your littles a specific chore for them to do on this list, unless that works with your family or maybe your children are closer to four and five and they can handle some of these things. But even if you just include them, it's amazing at the two bonuses I see here are one, you are getting that help that you probably so need and deserve. And then two, you're also involving them and creating an opportunity for them to see this as a normal so that as they grow older, it will be an easier transition to creating a, a sense of responsibility of how they can help the family out because you've involved them since they were very young. Congratulations, Mama. You have made it to the end of today's episode. And if you enjoyed today's content, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a review. It's actually the only way I know which content you enjoy. And thus, it helps me grow the show and helps me make sure that I create content that's exactly tailored for you. I'm also really curious about what your lists look like and what you come up with with your husband. And the only way I can do that is if you come share them with me. I want to invite you to my own private Facebook group that I've created just for moms of littles. It's a community where you're going to get the support you need and you're going to be surrounded by women just like you in the stage of life with the same intention, the same heart towards their children as you wanting to find that balance, grow a thriving marriage and raise Jesus loving littles and sharing stuff like these lists and stuff we do all the time. We brainstorm together and it's a great collective community. So again, please come join us. You'll find the link in my show notes below and I can't wait to get to know you more, Mama. With all the overwhelming and hard choices a new mom has to make, where you get you and your baby's top-notch nutrition shouldn't be one of them. Ever since I first began my fertility journey, I've trusted one place with all of my women's wellness needs a company and brand that truly goes above and beyond with their cleaning and natural products. I mean, they even pray over their supplements. Yep, I'm talking about Pink Stork, a woman-owned, American-based women's wellness company that has products for every area of a woman's needs. Everything from fertility, pregnancy prenatal, postnatal, nursing, menopause, to even a brand new line of men's fertility products and vitamin drops for babies. See why it's my one-stop shop, mama? I can shop in peace and good vibes when I have Pink Stork in my shopping cart. And so can you. Go check out my own link below or visit holyhealthyhappymama.com slash pinkstork to check out my personal favorites list and grab yourself 15% off with code CheyenneC15. You won't be disappointed.